you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hi, and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, presented as always by McDonald's Game Time Gold. You can win tickets to Super Bowl 50 or a half a million dollars in cash, instant prize giveaways, so on and so forth. Go over there. I just was over there, and I did, in fact, love it. I just went to a McDonald's here in Southern California. I had an egg McMuffin, as a matter of fact, you, and it was 2 p.m. It was it was it was afternoon, and yet I had breakfast. Who cares? Have breakfast when you want. I can eat breakfast whenever I, I please. It's a free country, whether Andy Dalton and moms in uh, in Tennessee like it or not. You're allowed <laughs> to have opinions, and you're allowed to express glee once in a while. That's right. We're looking back at week 10 here in just a moment. Maurice Jones-Drew and Bucky Brooks will join us here. A lot of storylines starting to emerge here. The playoff picture coming into, into better perspective here. Teams that we thought were out in September have now re-entered that race. Oh, let's say hello to the man seated to my immediate left here. He's already spoken a little bit here. He's feeling good after a Surprising comeback by his favorite Miami Dolphins in Philadelphia, all the way from London, England, everybody. It's Handsome Hank. Hello, Handsome. How are you? I am very well indeed. Thank you, Dave. I suspect you are. Your Miami Dolphins are one of those teams that's kind of in the playoff kinda, picture. Kind of. Yeah. And then, you know, they play the Cowboys this weekend as well. So kind of in, kind of out. Maybe we'll see what happens. Tony Romo's tweeting yep. out outdated movie clips yep. on the on the same week that uh, one of the stars of that movie, Chaz Sheen, goes on TV to make an announcement, smiling all the way. Yep. Was Chaz Sheen. I say this, hear me now, believe me later, don't uh, get angry with me, Philadelphia Eagles fans. 
I think your team is going to miss the playoffs because of that fluky Jarvis Landry touchdown. Fluky? Deflected at the line, up in the air forever. Landry catches it. He's one of our favorites. He's he a DDFP all-star, of course, so we were happy to see it. Do you think he'd have made that catch if it wasn't for the things that you threw at him when he came and visited us in the summer? Yeah, you know what? That's what we did. I threw all manner right. of, of items at him. Not just football, because that's what you want to do. A rocket? Yeah, I threw a rocket. I threw loose change at him. He a called. Cactus. He caught like threw like 63 cents at him, and I think he got 62 cents of it. Yeah, I threw a, a, a baby at him, yep. if you remember that. It wasn't a live baby. Not football though. baby. No, it was not a live baby. Football baby. Tough week. One and two. He really stuck his neck out. He took the Giants. He took the Chiefs. He was right about that one. And before we look at Monday night's game, let me show you this real quick here. We saw Matt Money Smith at the open of the show here. He felt good about the Broncos' chances. I foretold, because of football, baby, in no small part, I thought the Chiefs had a chance. Mm -hmm. Let's see the little bet that he and I made there. <laughs> How about this? Do you want to take the Broncos in this game? Yes. We'll reveal All right, if I'll take the we'll Chiefs, I have to eat picks. a Chicago dog. I okay, and if the Broncos win, I eat a Chicago okay. dog, and if the Chiefs win, you eat a hot dog with ketchup. Ooh, gag reflex, done, done, and done. It's official. The great Matt Money Smith, everybody. You, See, Money is one of these people who also may not love the fact that this is in fact a free society. Right. He wants to he wants to dictate that you're not allowed to put ketchup on your wiener. I say you are of allowed. You can. Yeah, and now and he you should. Gonna, and now I'm going to put ketchup on his wiener. Yeah. And he's going to eat it. He's going to have to eat that. He's a man of honor. Yep. And you know what? I'm a man of class, and therefore, I am going to pay for that hot dog. Good for you, Dave. Pretty classy. Yeah. All right, let's nice talk about, let's get to uh, very important stuff here. And, of course, we start with uh, what we saw on Monday Night Football. A lot of people surprised by it. Not you, though, Handsome Hank. I wasn't. I actually kind of called it yesterday. Uh, someone who I was talking with was like, I'm not going to bother watching tonight's game. It's a foregone conclusion. And I think if you look at the NFL at the moment, you know, the, the, the gulf between the really good teams, there's probably only two or three of those, but the, you know, the Patriots against the Giants is a good example of really good team against a probably good team mm -hmm. turned out not to be too much. And the gulf between good teams and teams that we don't think are very good is also not very much. And, you know, the cliche is any given Sunday or in this case Monday. But the Bengals were, the Bengals, you know, th this was overdue. Do you think that this is the start of a downward spiral to some degree? Or is this a bump in the road and we will see Andy Dalton and company get back on track to where they've been for the majority of uh, 2015? I, I don't, yeah, I, I, I think it's probably just a loss that they were going to have somewhere along the way. I don't think, I think that the Bengals are still as good as we thought they were. I just never thought that they were the Patriots level. The thing with the Bengals is they have, we, we've said this for two years now, three years maybe even, they have the most talented roster with the one question mark being at the most important position, quarterback, well, not to mention uh, yeah. head coach too. I don't know how much I well, really Well, yeah, I'm with Marv. you on that one, yeah. But, um, but yeah, re, uh, you know, we, this could be the start of a little regression here. You know, it's, a, it's not inconceivable. And, you know, people will let Dalton off the hook for Monday night's performance by saying Eifert dropped some big passes. Nevertheless, they scored six points. What would yeah, this? Not, what if Eifert catches the ball? Do they get the double digits? No. Woohoo! No, they they may not as well. I mean, I, I think the um, I think the thing to look at with them is Jeremy Hill as well has been has had has been kind of a question mark. Yeah, season. strange. Like a right? guy who who coming into the year, I think everyone thought of that, that LSU trio. We talked about Jarvis Landry just now. Obviously, Odell Beckham was a rookie that last year did well out of LSU, but Jeremy Hill was as well. I think people expected him to be really good this year. 
and he just hasn't he hasn't really gained the trust I think maybe of Hugh Jackson I don't sure exactly what the reason is but he he doesn't seem to have, have shown up when it a matters. great place to hang out here at NFL media is on Monday night in the green room because uh, Willie McGinnis and Brian Baldinger are in there I bring them up uh, to name drop but also to point out that Baldy mentioned it's hard to really complain about the Bengals as long as they're undefeated and, and their offensive approach. But Jeremy Hill is silent, and at right. some point as you get deeper into the season when it gets colder, you're going to want Jeremy Hill. I wonder if there'll be some sort of an adjustment there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's that, it's, something like that's needed. I think that the AFC North is all but in hand. They would really have to fall apart for Pittsburgh to be able to catch them. Now, let me tell you something, Hanson. You okay. may recall, and the people behind the glass there, Black Tie, he loves to make his jokes at Damashek's expense. When I say some stuff and he doesn't agree with it, and then he calls me out after the fact, a 2020 hindsight, I said the Chiefs were going to the playoffs, and I said the Texans were going to the I'm playoffs. Whoa, 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 whoa. And oh, he's laughed and laughed. I will be with Black Tie this timeout if he gets this right. This is First a big call all, for you. You went Jay Cutler for MVP last season. Don't. And then this season, you went Chiefs for the Super Bowl. Well, you Not also said the Chiefs would win the AFC West. All right, that's And right. you and I discussed that yesterday, and maybe that happened. You said that the Texans would win the AFC South. They might. And they might do. With Ryan Mallett leading them the whole way with his rifle. I'm not responsible for how Ryan Mallett comports himself in his personal life. I was reading the tea leaves. He had spent several years with Tom Brady. I thought maybe that had reformed the former ne'er-do-well, the Arkansas ne'er-do-well. I thought maybe Tom Brady had taught him to behave like a professional. I was Mm -hmm. wrong. I know that physically Ryan Mallett had the tools. Either way... The Texans may go to the playoffs, and the Chiefs may go to the playoffs. And let me tell you something. They might not just go. They really, if you look at what they have left, have a great shot at it. At San Diego, they played the Chargers twice. That's a bad Mm -hmm. team. At Oakland and home with Oakland. If they can split that, at Baltimore should be a win. Cleveland at home should be a win. The big one in two weeks, they host the Buffalo Bills, another wildcard contender. If they win that game... The Chiefs are going to the playoffs. And by the way, that's not good news. And they, for... may, they may go to the playoffs ahead of the, of the Broncos. It might not be wild card that we're thinking about. Here. I'm not willing to go there. I kind of think that Brock Osweiler is going to be okay. We'll break that down with MJD and, and, okay. and Bucky. But I do think Osweiler, you can't be worse than what Peyton's been this year. So Brock Osweiler, people who are saying, this guy's going to be out of his depth and he's going to, you know, how, how's he going to do? He, how much worse could he possibly be? Guys, is there any chance we're living in a bizarre Peyton season where, you know, he has a horrible season but comes back to the playoffs, his team's just good enough just to win? How, how would history remember him then? Is that possible at all? That would be the that would be the alter Peyton. I think an interesting theory, but I, I don't. There's nothing that there's nothing that backs that up from his entire. Gary Kubiak, yeah, I say no to that. I reside in reality, so there's no way that's going to happen. But the thing that's going to be fascinating is if Brock Osweiler plays decently. Now he doesn't have to. I mean, if he's gangbusters, that's going to be another thing. But if he's okay and they are still winning games. Kubiak yanking Osweiler and putting 39-year-old Peyton back in there. I wonder how that'll go over in the locker room. Right. I, I mean, during the offseason, when we talked about this, and I'm not one in the same way as you to sort of blow my own horn like you just did, but I, I, I said that Peyton's, Peyton will get injured earlier than he did last year. He will mm-hmm. sort of run out of gas sooner. If they gave him, let's say they gave him five weeks off, now, just to, to rest, get better mm-hmm. from his foot injury, get better from that rib injury, 
and then bring him back. Maybe he's sort of fueled up enough to take them. Maybe, three, four but he's weeks. 39 and he can't really do a lot on those feet right now or the one foot. Well, that's what I mean. So Mike, well, I wonder if the next time we see Peyton, he'll be like 60 pounds heavier. Ooh, that's possible. That would be interesting too. He might yeah. just sit around and eat those pizza pies all right. day long. I yeah, don't know what exactly. he's gonna do with himself. Um, but yes, so I, I, that's, listen, as always, NFL football, fascinating, fascinating. storylines here. Yep. The one thing though, I gotta, I, give me a second, handsome. I have to, I have to write, I, I, if you saw the letter from the angry mom I did. in Tennessee, and if you heard Andy Dalton's comments about what J.J. Watt said, which couldn't have been more mild, you know, I have to write a, a response open letter back to them, right. if you don't mind. Let me get to it. Dear... People involved in this latest bit of malarkey. What a week for the residents of Mount Pius. These people who live up above the rest of us down here in reality. So much for them to tisk tisk and wring their hands over. Maybe they haven't heard about the actually awful stuff happening in the world. Because right now we're talking about J.J. Watt making an exceptionally mild joke about Andy Dalton. Take a look at that. Our goal was to come out here and make uh, the Red Rifle look like a Red Rider BB gun. And I think we did that Wow. Tonight. And here's the Red Rifles response. I'm disappointed in him to, I mean, for the integrity of this game. You know, I have a lot of respect for him. He, he play, he's a really good player. And so there's a lot, of, a lot of kids and a lot of people that look up to him. And for him to make comments like that, they may, he's just showing that, you know, yeah, that's acceptable to, to, to do that kind of stuff. And of course, people are also upset about Cam Newton showing joy on a football field. Oh, the humanity! A couple of thoughts. First, for JJ and Cam, don't you dare apologize. Neither one of you has done anything wrong. Second to Andy Dalton, I'm hereby revoking your nickname. It's too cool for you. Same with the hip new hairdo. I'm requiring you to go back to the square style of years past. You're also not allowed to watch any more comedy roasts. I don't want you to get offended by any of those words. JJ Watt, it hurt your feelings. My advice, stop being on the covers of magazines, Andy. You don't want to be the subject of some tepid trash talk? Slide back into the warm blanket of mediocrity, Andy. In other words, keep playing the way you played on Monday, Andy. Shame on you for questioning Watt's integrity. Yes, I'm as aware as the rest of the world that JJ's gotten a little overexposed of late, but ask the kids he visits in Houston's hospitals about his integrity. I think Brady and Peyton can tell you winning lots of games comes with the downside of opponents wanting to knock you down. Better yet, ask Cam Newton, who according to an angry mom in Nashville and countless other residents of Mount Pius, shouldn't be allowed to boogie. Did you see this woman's letter to Cam? Let me read a handsome. Let me just read you a couple parts. Dear Mr. Newton, I refuse to believe you don't realize you are a role model and your behavior brought out like behavior in the stands. My daughter sensed the change immediately and started asking questions. Won't he get in trouble for that? Is he trying to make people mad? Do you think he knows he looks like a spoiled brat? I didn't have great answers for her. And honestly, in an effort to minimize your negative impact and what was otherwise a really fun day, I redirected her attention to cheerleaders. To the cheerleaders. So, he prote so she protects her young daughter by pointing at the cheerleaders who, I don't know if she's realized this, but they were dancing and cheering. And are we sure that if you're worried about uh, the role models for your young daughters, that, that that's uh, the target that you want to point to? And why didn't the mom get upset about Tom Brady doing this the other day? Brady had some words at the end of that. I guess Tom Brady's saying, uh, hey, you guarantee that win or what? Wait, Dave, that wasn't the other day. 
Oh, you know what? Now that you point it out, you're right. That was eight years ago. And yet society still stands. Hmm, I wonder why that was okay, but Cam having some fun isn't. Why can the Cardinals starting and backup QBs do pelvic thrusts, but Cam can't boogie a little bit? Oh, I think you know why. It's, why, it's what our pal Ike Taylor calls the paint job. And I've had it. More importantly, I hope Cam and JJ have had it. So guys, please don't you dare apologize. Andy and the angry mom are entitled to their opinions. In fact, it's what makes free speech so great. It lets people embarrass themselves by sharing their opinions. Meantime, I'll be over here with Muhammad Ali and Charles Barkley and JJ and Cam who are entitled to their opinions too. And they have the right to pursue happiness even if you don't agree with how they express it. Sorry, residents of Mount Pius. On the bright side, at least you found your new QB. You know, I've, I've detailed some of this handsome more in the Sheck Report. Would you like to see it? I would get like to, the to rest see that. Of week yeah, let's 10? do that. All right, let's get to it. The Sheck Report, and then Maurice Jones-Drew and Bucky Brooks. Wow, Dave, you've done it again. Excellent work. As usual. Hey, here we are back in Studio 66, and as you can see, we are chock full with football talk and talent. Let's go around the table. Handsome Hank is still here, but seated to his immediate left. From the Jacksonville Jaguars, playoff relevant Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Oakland Raiders, who I guess are still in the mix too, Maurice Jones-Drew. What's the poop, fella? Just kicking it. What's going on? Nothing, nothing. And uh, well, well, we're going to jump into all of it in just a right, second cool. here. But now let's say hello to the man seated to my immediate right, one of our favorites, and he is a favorite for the much-coveted Shecky Award 2015, our favorite football playing guest. Yeah. It's Bucky Brooks. What's the poop with you? What's happening? Say, look, I'm, I'm a Jaguar and a Raider, too. Like, All right. I'm not disrespecting you. 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 What I, I led with the most important <laughs> detail that you are a front runner I like for the Shecky Award this year. Shecky, yeah. how, how do you become a front runner for the Shecky Award? Wait, are these guys, is he eligible for the Shecky Award? And production based. I, 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 I'm going to have to give my vote to Ike. Because I, I, Dear Ike, last time we mm. were on was awesome. That was good. Yes, if you miss Dear Ike, Ike and MJD, his trusted assistant in fielding relationship Definitely. questions, fielded them from Deshaun Goldson, A.J. Hawk, and Gerald McCoy. And may I say, you guys did gangbusters work there. I think you really I helped them. They're, they're rich lives. Their lives are full. They're pro football players. But they're now a little bit better emotionally because of the advice you gave them. Better people. Yeah, that's right. You can people look that up on people. YouTube if you'd like. Um, speaking of the Shecky Awards, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty here. One week from today... Pie Off 4. Handsome Hank was the original Pie Off winner. It's grown from there. Really? The ladies yep. Hanzoos have won two straight. Dan Hanzoos has assigned his mother-in-law and his wife to bake pies of his choosing. Really? They've won the last two. A lot of great storylines emerging for the late for the for the <laughs> Pie Off 4. Pies. Yeah, Man, I didn't I didn't know anything about the Pie Off. <laughs> I mean, I don't how know. How can that, you not I don't know, know about the pie off? But let I, me tell you this, Buck. If you want to be a participant, a competitor this year, will my peach cobbler count? Of course it will. Your pie sweet. is your ticket of admission. I, I want for that. No pie for you if you don't bring a pie yourself. That's yep. your ticket of admission. I'm bringing my Black tie money. never brings a pie, and then he always scratches his head. Well, I want to eat pie. Well, then you should have brought a pie it. yourself, fella. Oh, okay. So, so be on the lookout. Week, I'm finna bring Betty yeah. Jones down here, and she'll make that pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie? Slap you in your face. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Pumpkin. Wasn't that sweet potato? I, I, before, yeah, we, that before we dig into week 10 here, I do want to bring up one little bit of controversy that Black Tie floated just before we got going here. MJD and Handsome, you didn't hear this. 
Handsome, you're the original winner. You've yeah. been involved I, I, in all the pie-offs. Right, and as MJD's I mentioned... MJD's worked here for about four months now. You know what Black Tie suggested? What? Always it's a committee of one. The only person who decides the Shecky Awards is Dave Damashek, as it should be. Right. Black Tie said just before, he's like, this year, why don't we throw a new wrinkle into it? It's you, Ike, and MJD get to be the judges on it. Oh, I wait, said, how do you think Handsome feels about that? The Shecky Awards or the Pie-Off? Because pie I think of those as two separate things. No, the Pie-Off is the, pie the first okay. award. The well, Pie-Off like, starts I, the award. It, uh, Black, Black Tie will make his own mind up and we'll just do whatever we want to do, which is right now he's telling to us you. to be quiet. But does that upset you, though, <laughs> that, they, that, that Black Tie has now put MJD and Ike ahead of you? It doesn't worry me. bread is butter. Yeah, it doesn't worry me. I'm not worried about that. What I am on a campaign for, we talked about it last week, was since, like, Vince Lombardi was the coach who won the first Super Bowl and then they named the trophy after him, given that I won the first pie off. It only well, makes sense. I get the trophy name. The but you don't even yeah. go by Hank, though. Like you're In a fraud. Life. You're a fraud. Well, that's because it's not we're my name. Booyah makes sandwiches, and you had to put your name on it. And he said Henry, and I'm like, who, who the hell is Henry? <laughs> <laughs> and then I look, I'm like Hank. Well, I he goes, th- that's not my real name. Booyah, our favorite chef here at NFL Media. Says, baby, baby. says baby baby says he's gonna have a pie in the competition Ooh. as well so, and uh, but mjd you're on the right track here being a committee of one who makes these votes you're foolish if you make something that that one voter doesn't like right. don't bang your head against the wall damashek likes cream pies damashek likes a coconut cream pie he likes a pumpkin pie Ooh. a chocolate does, pie does damashek like a meat pie because like, I'm coming with a savory pie I like a pie savory pie as well. Come, uh, just uh, flip the, flip the shepherd's pie would do fine. <laughs> yeah, I never had it. You will make a right, wiener pie too. Like <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do Wiener pies. You know, well, it is, as we're going to jump into with weekend ketchup. here. In just a moment. <laughs> he does like it with ketchup. The one thing that we don't talk about, I always ask football players this, and yet I've never asked you this, MJD, as long as I've known you for four or five months now. What's your favorite movie? You know what? <laughs> That's a tough one. I, I'm going to have to go with American Gangster. Mm, that's all time. That's all, your all time favorite movie. Man. I can watch that over and over. Black Tie watches that yeah, one over and over it's, again. It's quality material like that. that you could use in regular life. You know, like, there's some, the way he, it, for example. Is that Denzel? I've never seen it. Yeah, of yeah Denzel. It's always Denzel, yeah. yeah. He says something on the lines of like, uh, I took away the middleman. Or no, here goes a good one. You're, you'll be Red Top. Or you'll be uh, Tango. Okay. Tango. Tango. I know Red Top gave you the package. Here's the jar. I need my 20%. Mm-hmm. Bang! You're done. <laughs> done. It was quick. You can use Even that in regular life. life. You can use that. How can you use that in regular Listen, life? when I give you something, <laughs> there's a consequence if you don't give I me hope, my percentage back. I hope you back. never have I hope to you use you that in your I mean, regular life. That was amazing. a surprise to me. Red, Red Top gave him the package. <laughs> Bucky Brooks, how about you? I like Man on Fire. Oh, that's a that's another good. That's one. your all time favorite movie. I like Man in on the fire. history of cinema. Man like on Fire. I like Man on Fire. When I was a younger fellow. That's not to even top, top three Denzel. Ooh, that no, I don't know. Red, no, Man on Fire is up Man there. Man on Fire is nasty. Denzel movies, Mo Better Blues is uh, is that's there. That's okay. That's okay. Glory. See, this is fun. Even though I disagree with your choices, it's interesting to American peel the Jackson. onions known as MJD and Bucky Brooks. Frank Lucas, he gave away turkeys for Thanksgiving. He did. Yeah. Who doesn't like that? Blue Magic. Oh, I have a pie off for my They don't colleagues. know me as much as they know Black Tie behind the tie or behind the window. Do you know Black Tie this summer? He is, I mean, he's as bad as you with not having seen movies that I consider to be standard movies that human beings of our age Check, have seen. We're, 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 we're from your different, age. We're from different... You know, walks of life. No, but you've seen Star Wars, right? 
Uh, that's not top. That's not a top movie for us. That one. I've top. seen a couple of them, but not yeah. like all of them, though. Like we would be more after like Scarface. Oh, what about Goodfellas? Godfather? Yeah, I've Goodfellas. Seen Goodfellas. We, we, I went to that. I went to Catholic school. I've seen Goodfellas. Godfather. Rosco, any, anything like that. Like Pulp Fiction. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Well, Black Tie hadn't seen any of those. Yeah, movies. have never seen Pulp Fiction. Black Tie. I have, I've really? Because he, he was assigned educated. them, we had, the, we had the great movie off for Black Tie. He had to watch the four biggest movies he'd never seen, Pulp Fiction, Star Wars, Godfather. And Raiders of the Lost Ark. Jones, which is oh, and Raiders of the Lost Raiders Ark. He'd never You've seen You've never that. seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? He had to review them all. Go back and listen wow. to the podcast. It was awful. I will. It was awful. Where he didn't like that. But you're the same Raiders guy that's from worst. Atlanta and likes the Seahawks. Well, I get it. I know. He's confused. He's, get, he's confused. I'm in and his net. favorite team is what? The Lakers? No. no Manchester no. United. He's There we go. He's like who? Man United. That's no, no, I'm talking about basketball. I know, but it doesn't matter. He'll, it'll oh, still bring it back like to Fabiano. Fabiano. Yeah. I'm just a fan yeah. of the game of hoops. I don't, oh, I don't just, support one team. I'm a fan of the game. You're like you're like Fabiano. You just like black tie. Oh, oh, you know what? Wait. Did he ever tell you how he could go one-on-one with Austin Rivers? I never said that. <laughs> no, no. He, he said the reason Black Tie. I mean, uh, MJD's Black Tie. Yeah, Austin Rivers. Black Tie says, well, here, here's some of the claims from Black Tie. First of all, his <laughs> classmates in high school called him Young Kobe. Yeah, because well, of class. similarity <laughs> in games. I think, I think he actually said he called hey, himself not, Young Kobe. No, no, no. You that's both wrong. I used, I used to go to the gym, and that's. Different gyms, different cities. Because again, I used to travel. All right, everywhere he went, fine. it was like, wow, it's Kobe Bryant. It's, it's a young Kobe. It was young never Kobe. a compliment, though. It was more like, oh, here's a young guy who's out here just taking the shots. You know, it was, it was just what it was. <laughs> don't, don't eat humble pie now. Yeah. The pie off ain't until Monday. <laughs> you know what? You and, can take your car out and you can reverse in that. If you're MJD. Trying to, if you're trying to backtrack here. He, and he means it. That's the most troubling oh, no. aspect of please, it. Please tell him about the Austin he, Rivers comment. He sincerely thinks he could beat Mario Chalmers. I didn't say how to beat him. That's a lie. <laughs> I thought you said you could give Austin hey, Rivers buckets. The way you're backpedaling, you, you might be an all-pro DB right. right now. You can, you can score a point against his... Mario Chalmers. And I was like, yeah, I can. No, no, no. Nope, you said you could, you could beat Mario Chalmers. I didn't say that. Didn't say that. You the are. You, was, you, listen, I thought you said you could drop buckets on Austin Rivers. I never said that either. I actually believe Austin Rivers is a great one-on-one player. Oh, great. <laughs> no, but not as good as you. That's We're done. Good. We're giving him too much yeah. time. He's, he's, yeah. The, the, the black tie roast will continue uh, later, later in the week. This, how delusional is it? Lied. I guess just lied. How how delusional does one have to be? You guys were both professional athletes, so it's it is hard for me to gauge. But I do always think about like. Uh, as a for instance, my one uh, my one experience of going head to head with somebody who played high level college basketball, there was a guy Darrell Porter. His highest level was he was the sixth man on some very good pit teams in the late '80s. My high school team played him, and he had 40 points at the half, and so they benched him the rest of the way because he smoked us. His best he he was a sixth man in college ball. I always wonder, what must it be like? What must it have been like, Maurice Jones-Drew? Although you've told us your story that you kind of emerged a little later than some yeah. high-end, like some blue-chip kids. But it, I, I always wonder, like, what must it have been to play James Worthy when he's six foot ten in high school? He must have scored 80 points. Uh, he must have scored every time he touched the ball. How would you ever stop somebody who's six foot ten in high school? Just dump it in the yeah. blocks to him I mean, and he we played dunks some, it. We played some big talent in football. We played at Long Beach probably who had... 22 or 25 guys off that team go Division One. That was a tough game. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, they had what four or five guys go to the league off yeah. that team, but we had 12 go off ours. So I always, I've always played. Hey, Gad. Yeah, we had we had 12 guys. That's amazing. Off my my yeah. junior. Who was the best besides you? Went pros. Uh, Derek Landry, who was a Gatorade Player of the Year, defensive tackle. 
Matt Gutierrez played uh, quarterback Michigan. Michigan. Um, we had uh, Cameron Colvin, who was at Oregon. Jackie Bates, T.J. Ward. Didn't even play, though. He was just on the team. Um, <laughs> he couldn't even start. No, he couldn't start. We had Damon Jenkins, who went to Fresno State, played in, for the Browns for, like, a little bit. Um, trying to think who else we had. We had another D-line. Well, what would, but I mean, is that, uh, am I maybe not giving Black Tie the credit that he's due? Could he score no. three baskets in a game to 11 against Mario Chalmers? If he wanted him to, if he allowed him to. That's the point. If Mario Chalmers said, your life Black depends. Black Tie is my Mar height. Mario Chalmers, not, your your life depends on you no playing lies. your best possible game against Black score. Tie. He would he would shut you out, yeah. Black. Well, that's fine. I, I, if that happens, that happens. But I'm telling you, would I believe I can put up a bucket or two of Murray Chalmers? Of course, I played against hey. guys, played college hoops. I played against I'm, guys, played in the league. But he could take but the ball from me whenever he wants. I have always Black believed come I can to put UCLA. Up a look, I'm so after work, Black Tie, I'm gonna get you a membership I'll, I'll, at the UCLA gym. You can I, come hoop there because there's a bunch of D league. I like you know there. the only thing I can compare it to in terms of basketball. I played against Nick Young. Oh yeah, when he was at. SC. It was right after his freshman. I want to say he was Pac-10, Pac-12, mm -hmm. freshman of the year. We used to play at Santa Monica College. And I remember playing him being like, yo, who's young fella out here dropping buckets? And he was amazing as a young man. I, I mean, I may have been like mid-30s at the time, but just looking at him and having to like, you know, you do the old yeah. man move and put your elbow on him. And he is effortlessly like dropping shots from deep. And I was like, Whoa. Yeah. And then I played Stefan Marbury over at it's now Equinox Sports Club LA. And in my head, I was like, oh, I'm about to I'm, I'm gonna give Marbury some buckets. And then somebody made him mad and he kind of like laced his shoes up and he went hard. And mm -hmm. I just remember like, see, that's the difference between a pro and where I'm at. Oh, a hangers on. <clears throat> but like, like Bucky said, Bucky believed though, it was like, I'm gonna give him buckets. Like you, you have Oh, to, because I go to Carolina. I played with Rick Fox. Right. I played with those guys. Like we played in the gym, and so like I was like, oh, okay. So Bucky, so who that's, that's between you and Black yeah, Tie, what would happen if you and Black Tie? Well, I, can, I can't go on the court right now, but oh I'll give you, I would give Black Tie buckets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Black, Black Tie doesn't so want like to see me. Black Tie doesn't want to see me. Ike Taylor, Ike Taylor also wants to play Black Tie I'm gonna tell you this. So when I was at UCLA, we had Kevin Love, Westbrook, Afalo. Oh, you had Farmar. real dudes. We had some real dudes, Ryan, guys that played. And when they played the football team, they got destroyed. Really? We had dudes on the team that got scholarships to other big schools to play basketball but decided to play football. Mercedes Lewis, Jared Page, Marcus Everett from yeah. Chaminade. We had some some big-time hoopers, and they couldn't hang with them. And then Westbrook maybe, didn't really play. Maybe UCLA uh, should go to the basketball team and ask if they can play football because it ah, seems like the current Bruins. We're, so. we're starting to look like Indiana. Oh, I, you know what? Nobody expects anything from the Indiana Hoosiers. It on is football double field. overtime, but that's okay. I know. They've been in a couple but games. They lost. beat Ohio State, too. All right. You know who else lost? Peyton Manning. No. His well, his team we did on Sunday. And it is, you know what? People always sad say, face. people always say, Dave, why are you so down on Peyton Manning? I'm not. I have for a couple of years just pointed out his deficiencies. You can see them growing over the last couple of seasons for all of his success statistically, you could see that he was diminishing with each passing week, each mm -hmm. passing month, each passing year, and now all the world sees it, and it was a little hard to watch on Sunday. The day he breaks the record, he gets benched. MJD on Sunday watching Game Day Blitz. You can't gloat right now. I'm not gloating. You, you are a little <laughs> gloating. You are a little bit. That, the, like, the narrative is told you away. so. The guy's done. He's right. done. He knows it. He knew he was done when he broke the record because he saw the wave. He was kind of like, look. 
Yeah. Um, MJD. Did you see even the the th- when he threw it over to uh, to the sidelines, it went to the wrong guy on the <laughs> sidelines as well. Got intercepted. Hey, MJD. See, now that's me. MJD, we're on game day blitz. Me, you, Bucky, Ike Taylor, the rest of the gang, every Sunday from 1 p.m. Eastern all the way through the completion of the late afternoon games. And we were watching this game, NFL.com, NFL Now, how you track that down. It's a good time every week. Join us, why don't you? But while watching this game, you were, I mean, I was surprised by how much sympathy and empathy you yeah. had for Peyton Manning, realizing this I'm, is over for him. Because I know what, I, I was there last year. Mm-hmm. And I've seen him play at a high level for eight years. I saw what he really was. Mm-hmm. And then to see this now, it's just like, sometimes you just got to say enough's enough. I, I got to hang him up. But do you thought it was disrespectful of the Broncos? Oh, to yeah. Pull you got to let him. You got to let him go out on his own. You just don't pull him. The game was out of hand anyway. Just let him finish it. And then but he was embarrassing say, himself. He had four interceptions. He was five of 20. You had to take him out. No. You know who he was? No. Yep. Peyton Manning yesterday was Muhammad Ali versus Larry Holmes. <laughs> Larry Holmes is well in the way of Muhammad Ali. You like, look, let's, let's, let's As you fight. described him no, on Sunday. He's Muhammad Ali with the mustache. The like, mustache. that's, that's who Peyton Manning You're is. not going to, he, 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 he was that on Sunday. But you let him go out on his, you let him take it. No, 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 why, why, I, I don't, here's what I don't understand. I don't understand why he's afforded the opportunity. Like, oh, it's so bad. Like, look, we all get ushered out of the league. We all get ushered out. He's the, like, he's and the it's, 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 it's always an ugly exit. He's the greatest, hey, though. Like, he's not the greatest. John Elway. He's the greatest of all time. No, he's, oh, come what? on. Great, greatest of all time. He's broken every record. Is, has he not? Record, records on, I mean, he's not the greatest. The greatest, the greatest word of all time. I'm just saying, What's passer, the, passer. Not saying quarterback. Oh, according passer. to the stats? Yeah, according to the stats. Oh, the paper says. Yeah, he's the greatest. He has all the records. Okay. Now, you talk about quarterback, it's different. I mean, I disagree but with I let, that. I let you well, who's the greatest that? passer of all time, then? I mean, I guess you're just going by the numbers, right? You know, the numbers tells you. I mean, right now, if, I, say, if I said quarterback He's is different, I said numbers. passer. You know who? Dan Marino. No, he, he, he Dan Marino he, out the he water. He's out the water. He's not even close. Different errors. Completely different errors. Oh, no. First of all, Dan, I mean, we don't have to have this conversation yeah, now, can. but yeah, we, you know what? Yeah, we can have this yeah, conversation. Let me just say the Cliff's Notes version, because I've had this conversation many times over the last few years. Quickly. Peyton Manning, his defenders will tell you, well, he never had a good defense. That's why he doesn't have, uh, he only has that one ring. That's because Peyton constructed those teams, or he insisted to Bill Polian and others, that all the pieces had to be just so to suit Peyton. Of course, the defense in the free agency area era was going to fall by the wayside when Peyton demanded having high-end targets, which he had from day one. He started his career with Marshall Falk. That quickly turned into Edge James. He had uh, Marvin Harrison, who is a Hall of Famer, where he will wind up in the Hall of Fame at some point. And, and by the way, the other guy, Reggie Wayne, you always hear, well, he made Reggie Wayne a Hall of Famer. No, no. no. Reggie Wayne's a Hall of Famer with or without Peyton. But I'm not saying he didn't have what. I'm just saying pure numbers. He's blowing everyone out of the but also, if you, But if also because just you have no defense, that yeah. means shootouts. Yeah. He's in a fair amount of shootouts because Who the defense wasn't that? good. I'm just telling you he's, that there's he's, the And he's throwing the ball. I mean... Handsome, your favorite guy all time is 13, Dan Marino. That's right, and I I will believe that. I mean, look, I'm biased that way. He's a better passer. But if you look at what Marino didn't have was all the great weapons around. He had no running back through his entire career. Who's best receiver? There's no one's fault but the GM. Because you're the GM at that time. The GM at that time was Don Shula, who for the last 10 years of his career. You had Mercury Morris. The last 10 years of his career. Mercury Morris. The last 10 years of his career, Shula was drafting just like names off a list. Who knows? 
<laughs> he had a Rondé Gasson. Didn't he play with a Rondé Gasson? Oh, come on. Yeah, but what? OJ McDuffie. Ooh. Yeah. The freshest juice. By the way. Util <laughs> Green got hurt. The two the guys. Randall the two Hill. guys. I mean, there are a bunch of guys. The two guys that get the who, who were dealt the worst hand by the football gods among this ranking of the all-time best quarterbacks or the best quarterbacks of the Super Bowl era are Marino, whose best pass catchers were Mark Clayton, who's very good. Mark I think Duke, Fry, Evan Fry was his best. Was but his none best. of those guys are in the Hall of Fame or oh, ever wait, will wait, be. Wait, and O.J. McDuffie. None of those guys are ever wait, going wait, to the wait, Hall wait, of Fame. Wait. Who did Brett Favre throw to? Brett Favre threw no, to no, Mark no, Chamorro was no, all right. No, so that's what I'm saying. Like Donald Driver. I, I was contend that Brett Favre is better than both of those guys. Greg Jennings. Three straight MVPs. You're right, okay. But, but he did have a better running game. You he had a mind green. Because Why Peyton Manning has like six MVPs. But three, yeah. three straight has never been done before. Uh, oh, oh, that, oh, so it's never been done before. Peyton never, Manning has never put done. like... That's not, that's not I'm it. just saying, I went against this guy. I've seen it first. I actually played against... I think I played against Brett Favre too at one point in my career or saw him play. And to me, still, to see the way Peyton Manning, by himself, you could say he had an offensive quarter or not, he didn't. He went out there and he dissected, put his team in the best situation to be successful week in, week out, play in, play out. Listen, I say the comparison I've made a million times is he is like the Atlanta Braves pitchers when that team was winning division after division. When you can finesse it, when you can outsmart people, you can get by just like Greg Maddox and Tom Glavin could get over on a bum Cincinnati Reds team in July. That doesn't work against the best lineups come October. Same goes for Peyton. You can sneak some passes by the Oakland Raiders when they're crummy in October. That doesn't work in January against good defenses. It's not that Peyton chokes in January. No. It's that it's that his his style doesn't lend itself he to has, that level of competition. He has broken every pass. All right, fine. It's is. true. The vol- in terms That's of volume. That's all I'm saying. In terms of yeah, volume. Okay. You talk about Brett Favre playing how many X years, Peyton Manning. I don't think Peyton Manning played as many years as Brett Favre no, did nope. and broke his records, right? I mean, so he is the greatest passer right, Well, listen, time. Fran Tarkenton has he way hold, more no, passing no, yards than Joe. He holds all the records. Let, just stop the. He holds all the records. So no, he is the, the greatest, greatest passer of all time. If he holds all the records, doesn't that make? Or am I speaking? No, no, I yeah. get. But it's Islamic. Longevity is a, longevity is a great thing to am have, but Hebrew? it's not the number one criterion for who's the best in my book. <laughs> all right, here in the here and now, 2015. What we can debate this mm-hmm. where Peyton ranks all time, and I'm sure we will continue to have that de- de- debate for the rest of time. But in the meantime. How about this? This is the angle that I haven't heard a lot of talk about. So Brock Osweiler will now start in the short term. What if Brock Osweiler plays reasonably well? How would they possibly ever, when Peyton, if this magical day ever arrives where he's well enough to now go back in there, how can Gary Kubiak, let's say the Broncos win a few games now with Osweiler, you can't go back to 18 in front of the playoffs, right? Because if you do that, you lose the team. And really, you put Peyton in a position to really be a villain in Denver to ruin their chances of going deeper in the playoffs. Bucky Brooks, I'll say you. Depends on how well Osweiler plays. If they do win two or three in Osweiler, let's just say for hypothetical say he puts up a couple 300-yard games, it would be hard to turn it back over to Peyton Manning after that. But they're going to. If they win and he's not the driving force behind their play, then it's easy to go back to Peyton Manning. Because in that locker room, there's still some cachet that, look, Peyton is still the guy. He's the guy that we want to take us no, to no, no. circle. No, no, no. Ike Taylor said very clearly on Sunday that, that yeah, Peyton I, 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 likely— I didn't say that. I know. But I'm saying to you, 
Ike Taylor said very clearly, Peyton would have a hard time standing up in that locker room and demanding the attention of no, everybody and commanding the direction of the team, given the way he's playing. That doesn't mean that they don't want him to play quarterback. I mean, if Osweiler goes out there and stinks up the joint, he's going to be like, listen, right, I'd, rather, stinks, I'd rather... Right. Even if he plays, let's just be. He has to play really, really well. He has to. He has to, to throw the ball well. He can't turn the ball over. He has to literally lead them in a game-winning drive to get them to the playoffs. Because I have them right now losing every game. Really? I have them going I seven and zero, zero and nine. Yep. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Legitimately, you Legit don't think they can win with think, Osweiler, or no. you just don't think because either it's, way? It's, it's, there, it's, not, it's not the quarterback that, that's getting me. It's the offensive line play. It's still horrible. That's true. And that's the issue with a young quarterback. Because Osweiler is a young quarterback. He could be in the league 10 years, but you're still young until you get on the field. He hasn't been on the field at all. So this guy is on the What do you think, uh, Handsome? How, what's he going to do? What's Osweiler, or what's his high end? Winning I don't know percentage? What he's do. I mean, uh, you know, we saw a little bit of him in the preseason, but I don't think he's ever had, well, he hasn't had an opportunity to prepare for a full game and then, and then come out and play. That hasn't happened yet. So we're going to see that for the first time this weekend. He's Matt Schaub. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm saying good Matt Schaub. Good. Oh. I'm saying Matt Schaub in Houston that won a couple yeah. passing times. Or in Atlanta. When Matt it, Schaub that had a couple pro Bowl. had a great offensive line, mm -hmm. Matt Schaub. Right, but I'm going to say the reason I compare him to Matt Schaub is systematically now Kubiak can get back to doing what he wants to do. And anybody who's had to defend a Gary Kubiak system understands the challenge of dealing with the stretch bootleg combination. Right. They have to be able to run it, and you're right about their offensive line because that offensive line is not what they want it to be. But with Osweiler being able to be a little more mobile, they can do the movement-based passes, you can now see them generate mm -hmm. the explosive plays. Because a lot of the explosive plays in Houston when he was the head coach in Baltimore when he was the OC, misdirection, play-action passes, roll right, throw all the way back across the field left. Peyton Manning couldn't execute those things. He wasn't mobile enough and he didn't have the arm strength. Osweiler is more athletic and he has the ability to do that. So I think you'll see that offense be more explosive, but they still have to find a running back, would be a C.J. Anderson or Ronnie Hillman. They have to be able to get 125 to 130 yards on the ground. Well, I think but, that's when you talk about the Houston Texans and Gary Kubiak, his thing is they have to have 120 yards a game because that opens up the passing game. That opens up your play-action pass. that gets you the coverages that you want to see, per se. But they haven't been able to rush for 100-some yards. I think one game only they've mm -hmm. done that. And, and, and so if you – what's going to change now? You've been running the ball the same way. Well, I'll, I'll throw this at you, is that they've been able, defenses knew from week one this season, that they can just jam everybody up to the line because Peyton's not, not going to be able to throw it over their heads. Now they have to respect that. But now. the difference is that I like the matchup. I mean, that makes sense, right? But but Osweiler's going to make the mistakes that a young quarterback would make, and that's not until matchup, until the end of Matchup's time in Houston. He wasn't making those mistakes. That's why it worked. We don't know. what Osweiler's probably going to throw, make some mistakes, throw some picks. And then you're still going to wind up like chasing. Well, they still have Demarius yeah. Thomas. If Emmanuel Sanders comes back healthy, it's not like the cupboard is bare on offense. This thing turned into that whole offense stinks, and I agree with the MJD. The line is crummy, but the biggest issue was 18. He was the worst starting quarterback yes. to wit. Gabbert, Manziel, Hoyer, Castle, Landry Jones. Would you take and would you take Peyton over any of those guys right now? I'd take him over Castle definitely. I'd take him over Landry Jones. Okay, Landry Jones is fair. I'll cross out Landry Jones. You don't take him over Castle? Mm. Castle's, Castle's, Castle, the last two weeks. In that offense? Castle, when he first got in Castle, there, Castle like is going to do Castle things. Yeah. He's going to throw Castle's you a... Castle's going to do Castle yeah, things. Yeah, he's going to throw a pick 
at the worst time and end the game. I would take Brian Hoyer certainly yeah, over I'd 2015 yeah, Peyton. Take well, that's a pretty Hoyer. That's a pretty but dark Hoyer, statement to make. No, because he's always been a winner everywhere he's gone, to be honest with you. He goes to Cleveland, they win. They go, what, 9 I think a more interesting question is, if, assuming now he's a backup, how does he rank amongst the 32 backup quarterbacks? I, I take. I, I genuinely think that's a that's a that's a reasonable I mean, question. Take it. Don't 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 look at me like that, Bucky. I told you guys about Blaine. He's not as good as Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> as a backup. So, so right. you're gonna take Blaine Blaine over Peyton Manning? Yeah, that, that's what you're saying. Right, right now, now, definitely. Right now. Playoff berth is on the line. Last game, we got to win it to get in. You're gonna I'm go. Gonna take is it, well, it's December. Yeah, oh, definitely. I'm taking Blaine. I'm taking Blaine last year as well. Wow. I don't think that's crazy. I hear that's you that crazy. Blaine, Blaine, Blaine Gavin. You saw Blaine. Did you see I, Peyton you on Sunday? Did you not see Blaine last week, right. Bucky? We talked about this. I, I, I did. Look at him. And Look I, at him. There he is I, on the TV. Here, Watch him. Here's what I also saw. I saw Blaine Gabber change after he got No, he right didn't change. He threw, he threw the ball. You knew, you knew he threw that pick right after he got hit in the face. You but it was right. he threw a back shoulder to a tight end, and the guy played the back shoulder. I mean, it happens. He had, he had one pick. No, he had one he had two pick. Picks and that was the, the other pick. The other pick, though, that pick wasn't Blaine's fault. That wasn't Blaine's fault. That, uh, I mean, it it hit the guy in times. his chest. All I know is we just sat here and talked about what the paper said about Peyton Manning and the stats. So on the stat sheet, I see two interceptions. So that's going to go on Blaine's ledger. That's you, know, you know what the stat sheet on, on Peyton Manning's? It, it, it said yeah. four. It does, it does say four. But I'm still oh, saying. It could have been eight. I'm still saying. One out of five passes, Peyton Manning. You're taking Blaine Gabbard, I have to really think about it. That's, I'm, I'm that's not a good right choice now. to have. We're right? about to run on the field, and I need to know who's the starting quarterback. The, the only, reason, the only you know what, legitimately, the only thing that gives me any pause is how that would play in the locker room. But uh, but well, otherwise, you, you in terms play. of talent, in terms of talent, Blaine Gabbert certainly. Ah. Peyton Manning can't throw the ball really? anymore, really? Bucky. That's, that's really fundamental to the Bucky, position. he can't throw the ball five yards. Like Blaine, and I don't know why you I don't, don't dislike like him. him. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think he's a tough guy, but I don't he doesn't have to be him. a tough. Not, you saw what Peyton did. Peyton's not tough. Peyton hit the ground before the guy Peyton got three yards. Like, preservation, self-preservation. Hey, real quick, one question for you is: You guys are all competitors in the NFL. Yes. Is well, I mean, my nine years in the league. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was fortunate enough. I I got to you know not uh, have to you know suffer very many injuries or anything. Mm-hmm. I, you know, mm-hmm. so I was treated well in that regard. But uh, when you are on the sidelines, injured or benched or otherwise, do you root against the guy ahead of you, I even don't. though it's good for the team? Will Can Peyton Manning you, root against Brock Osweiler? I don't think he will because he knows what Brock is going to be, so he knows he's going to make some he's gonna mistakes. He's going to mess up. He's going to mess but up. I've been, in, I've, I've seen some situations. I want to say like Westbrook and Shady McCoy when he first got there it was a little tart. You know, Aaron Rodgers with Brett Favre was a little tart. You see that sometimes in the league. Yeah, it's, not, just, it's not a kumbaya league. Like, no. at some point. Oh, I buy want, it. I you, think I would be that way. You want to play. You think you right. would be. You would, more than anyone, you'd well, be rooting for everyone to fail. You know that's true as well. Yeah, you're last not year, true. I'm you're a team guy. You're last year in Oakland <laughs> with whoever they had trying to run the ball. Right. Like, for you, it, ha- it has to oh, be it, tough. It, it made me upset because I, I, I was like, when I got a chance to run the ball, I was putting up numbers right. when, the, when, the, when the play, when the box count was designed for me to put up numbers. And when it wasn't, I wasn't getting it. It wasn't like, and, I, and that's when I knew I wasn't who I used to be. And that's when I was like, all right, it's time for me to get out of here. Because I had you on my fantasy team the, last year. Hey, did you on, really? Don't do that. Don't do that. Not right now. Not right now. It's not, it's not time for Talk about that all fair. But I remember when there was nine guys, ten guys in the box, I could still get four or five yards, maybe break a long one. Last year, I mean, I was getting two, minus three. It was just Okay, like, so so when you see DMC runs a, run yeah. on the field, you see those other guys run on the field, do you hope that, 
Okay, I, I can't do it, so you're going to let this guy do it? How long are we going to let <laughs> yeah, him struggle before? Gonna, I, right. they, they're going to call my number because I know he's not going to get it done. Nah, I think selfishly... Selfishly, you want that, but for me, I knew, like I said, it took it hurt. It's like it's one of those things where it's like, it's over. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a realist with myself. I'm like, it's over. So I wanted D-Mac to do well because I knew he had more football left. I wanted Latavius to do well because I knew he had more football left. But I also knew that I was a competitor too. So I'm like, look... These dudes are balling. Let me get some of that and get to show you what I could do. But it wasn't, I didn't want them to do bad. See, but I think How far through the season did you know that that was the case? How many I, games into the last season did you know that it was over? Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs game, they put me in and they called a power play. And the guy had like, Kansas City had like nine guys in the box. And I got like two yards. And then Sprano like yelled at me for some reason. And I was like, dude, go back and watch the tape. There was, no, there was nothing there. Then after that, I was kind of like, that's it. You know, I, I think the funny thing, Dave, like, and we talk about the dynamics of the team because pro teams are different than what we think about, like, from the mythical youth high school team. Like, well, hey, yeah, we're all together, different. whatever. Like, on a pro team, we're 53 independent contractors. And so... I agree with that. I believe it. I want the team to win as long as I'm getting mine. Exactly. If the team is winning and I'm not getting mine, I'm not happy because then I'm vulnerable and I'm at risk. So... Even if we're losing, but I'm getting mine, I'm like, man, that sucks that we lose. But they, hey, it's the baseball. Know. You know yeah. what it is? It's the baseball lineup effect. Yeah. yeah, you're a team, but if you go when you're in the batter's box, if you don't produce, then you're going to oh. get taken out. So I completely understand. The worst that part sentiment. about football, though, is one guy on that eleven might mess up, and then we all get messed. It's just everybody's done. Hey, I'm sorry. We have to. We're, we're short on time. I have so many things I wanted to talk about. Real quick, we talked about the, the Jags' big victory there. They play a big one on Thursday night now against the Titans. They're playoff relevant. They are in this position thanks to that victory against Baltimore there. You saw it on the Sheck report. Let's take a look at the game day blitz reaction. Is that what we have here, Black Tie? We have a video of that. Here is the moment that the, uh, that the kick went up after Elvis Doomerville pulls the face mask on Blake Bortles to extend the game by a play and put him in the field goal range. 52-53 yarder, I believe. Let's take a look at it. What do you do? We were happy for you, MJD. Thank you. I was happy. I almost cried. Did you really? No, I didn't. I'm <laughs> yeah, you said you're not capable of crying. I anymore. tried. I always try, but it Jags. doesn't work. Do you think they're going to win that division? I think they can win it. But it, I will say this. I was really positive on their offense the way it was going. Blake Borders didn't play well. He didn't no. play well against the Baltimore Ravens. Like he, Accuracy is not his thing. No, and, and decision-making. Because that two-minute drive, if you go back and look through the drive, a lot of decisions that he made were not sound decisions. Throwing over the middle of the field, no timeouts left. Things that, fundamentally, he can't do. They found a way to win. I like their young receivers on the outside. I got to get T.J. Yeldon, that running game, going. They have potential. They got to get that offensive line. They have potential. The and I like Gus. Everything that you told me, everything that I've seen, positive, whatever. They have to find a way to win games. So it's incumbent on the young quarterback to find a way to take his game up a notch. 
Um, all right. And like I say, Thursday night football coming up here on NFL Network. Mm. The Jags wearing those awful gold uniforms again. Check. Oh, They're not actually. You, you know, know what? The gold, the gold. They've marginalized Check. the turquoise. Hey, you're such a hater. Man. No, I'm not. Look at this. How much of a hater am I? Look at these shoes. No, I, I don't want to see that. that. You're a traditional. Can we get that? No, that's traditional to wear turquoise. No, no, no. But you're a traditionalist when it comes to uniforms that's and right. stuff you like that. You got no I'm style. Not saying, I'm not saying that I oh, love geez. the Jaguars no mat and gold helmet, but I'm willing to kind of like, let's see let's see what the Jags do. I like the Oregon Ducks get-ups, some of them at least. See. Hey, let's get to what happens next here. This is the game. MJD contends. He knows every play, not just from his pro play. career, but from college and high school as well. Yeah. Let's look at a pro one here and see if you can tell us what happens next. Mm. Oh, wait, we're, the black tie says we need a little more time. Hey, while we do that then, I'm going to jump back to something I wanted to talk about. Bucky, give me your final four in college football right now. Final four, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma State. I like that, and I go pretty much the same. I go Clemson, Ohio State, Bama. Shame the devil that you would put the Big Ten leader undefeated, the defending champs, not that who won last year matters, but how can you put an undefeated team behind in from the Big Ten behind one loss, Bama, who lost to Ole Miss at home, who lost to Memphis by two touchdowns? It's ridiculous. I don't get that one. I say Oklahoma just based on what I saw. Baker Mayfield and those two running backs that they have, they have a chance to sure. run the table, and they should get to the Final Four. MJD, how's it? Uh, I'm with you, Shaq. I, I think I did exactly what you said. Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, Oklahoma. Let's do this every week. Let's keep uh, ready for uh, it. Let's because uh, everybody likes talking college football. Handsome Hank, you like college football? I like co college football. I like. I like. I mean, I I don't disagree with either of those. I think that's probably fine. I I love watching Clemson. That's a fun team to watch. I think they just. Uh, Where'd you go to college? I went to the University of Durham. Do they do they have a team? They don't have a football team, oh, okay. but we'll be ranked in the top. I thought you went four. to Oxford. No. Oh. Wow, you're such a wolf. Yeah, sorry about that. Hey, uh, so all right, now we're ready, Black Tie says behind the glass. We're ready to play. What happened next? Uh, happens next? Let's take a look at MJD against the Tennessee Titans in his career. All right, the oh, ugly I already know what that on is. both sides. You that's know what the, this is? That's the first carry I got that game at the end of the second quarter. I was so upset. That I took that thing eighty, and I cut. I took a toss left. No way. Yep. Cut back to the right. Uh, good Ooh, cut. Look at the get to the numbers. Yeah, get to the, watch me, and then watch this because I, I normally don't do this. Stiff arm. Get out of the way. <laughs> and then, I, but see, watch me get back to the numbers. I'm telling you, look, I'm striding look, it out now. I'm, I'm tired. You look tired. I was tired. <laughs> well, he ran, he got, ran back and forth across the football. Then I did the, the magic man. Now you see me. Now you don't. <laughs> the rabbit. That's my dog, Zach Miller. You see my dog, Zach Miller, mm -hmm. making Why plays. would you not have had a carry until late in the second quarter? Because we went in there with a scheme that if they loaded the box, we were going to try to throw the short pass, and we thought that would help lighten the box out. But they played uh, cover one, and they sat two yards inside, taking that away. So we went in there trying to do it, kept knocking our head against the wall, and to finally they were like, look, we'll just toss you the ball and see what you can do with it. Oh, we have another one, Black Tie says. Let's Ooh. take a look at this one. Same game, Black Tie? All right, well, let's roll it here. Oh. It looks like the same game. David Garrard hands it to MJD. What happens next? Same thing. This is the, <laughs> the beginning of the second half. You're going to house this one, too? Yeah, wow. but he's going to pull my thigh pad out. If you slow it down, Black Tie, you're going to see it. So watch. Coming up right there. You see the well, There you go. Wow, you can see yeah. the... How, 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 how did you... Come out. Yeah, I don't know. They ripped it, but watch well, David so, look, Garrard yeah, so watch, for you. See, this is what I, I told the guys. Look, come in front, so I don't have to run so fast, so I can just chill. 
Wow, Mike Sims yeah, Walker. I forgot about that guy. Was, was that Tory Holt? That was Tory Holt. Tory Holt was on the yeah, Jets. We had, a, we had, a, we had a squad that year. Missed the playoffs by one game. It was unbelievable. We were rolling, too. See, now that is a classic uniform. That is. Which one? That one, that is that, the nicest that is one that Jack's uniform. had. That That's is the best Jack's uniform. uniform. That's a nice uniform. That's I like high the script praise. on the back as well. Yeah, Trey Thomas. How about that? That's damning with fame praise, though, to say that's man. the best Jags uniform. That's a nice uniform. All black. We had a squad that year. All right, one more for you. Is this also from the same game here, Black Tide? I can't take this Same game. as well. Uh, oh, this is the one where I uh, get to oh, the sideline. Oh, this is a different game. It's a different game. And he gonna get, I'm going to stiff arm him. He's going to push me out of bounds. Get stiff armed. See? But I'll go over there and I give the ball to the, uh, or I shake one of the uh, Army guy's hands, I think, or give him the ball. I do something funny. Oh, wow. Well, I get to give thanks, that's man. That's exactly the way it goes here, then. Watch. Is that Roman Harper? Watch. I do something like, hey, man, hey, there you go. Take Military that. man in fatigues. That's nice, that's MC. Nice. Yeah, I told him, man, hey, you deserve it. That's awesome. He's, excited, he's over man. the moon about that. Yeah. Look at that. You made that soldier. He's a Jags fan. Yeah, he's a Jags fan now. That's what he told me. He said, go Jags after the game. I couldn't believe it. That's awesome. That was cool. I, I'll tell you what. You are 100% in this game. It's crazy, right? But I also know the bad plays. I went for you guys to pull up a bad play. Like, well, you know, Ike Taylor got a little. Yeah, right off the back, you just give Ike a bad one. After getting... that, Black Tie's too scared to do that. Oh, Ike threatened him. It's okay. Shaq's too scared to do that. Shaq's <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Ike I honest. didn't like I'm, it. I'm, 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 I'm going to make Ike bad. For, I'm ready for a bad play. All right, I'm let's show him. Let's get dig up a bad hey, play. Hey, I'm the guy who called out uh, Ike Taylor's uh, stats against Calvin Johnson once on the show. That's yeah. true. When Ike but wasn't a hater, working though. here yet. But you're a hater, though. That's Can you I'm imagine about. Ike Taylor is just a football-playing guest? We have him in here. Hey, it's a Pittsburgh Steeler. I'm a Steelers fan. I'm excited to be talking to one of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Black Tie said, hey, what happened here, Ike? And he starts showing Calvin Johnson whipping him. <laughs> Calvin Johnson whipped a lot of people back in the day. I know, but Ike said, well, hey, Black Tie, you know, you have some bad days too, don't you? Yeah, he has <laughs> one right now. <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, Bucky, the thing I really want, because you gave a great breakdown of what's going down with the uh, Packers here. Do you do it on Move the Sticks podcast? With Daniel Jeremiah. We talk about it a little bit on Mood of Six. We talk about the Packers and what is going wrong with Aaron Rodgers. The, uh, I guess the way they expose the wide receiver core. And then Eddie Lacy needs to push back from the table. <laughs> Bucky. What? You can't be telling the no, truth no, no. I all think the they caught him on the, the I think they caught him on the sideline eating a honey bun. But we're not on the couch, though. <laughs> yeah, I think he had a honey bun in his face. <laughs> we're not on the thing. couch, though. This, ain't the, this yeah. ain't the telling the truth couch. He was inactive, and I think he's been nibbling on honey buns. we got to keep him back. Check. Tell him this ain't the truth couch. I think couch. Bucky also said that he saw Peyton Manning uh, the last time he went and played bingo at the old age home. <laughs> oh, that wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't your joke? That was that MJD. Was, that was oh, that was MJD. Yeah. He said bingo. He was calling out bingo. N-G-O. Um, and uh, so, all right, so that's it. I, so listen to Move the Sticks to hear Bucky break it down. I hope you and DJ will break down also the question I posed for you guys on this show. That? I sent you a video message. Black Tie, why don't you send them the video message? Video it's in the works. It's in the works. We're getting How long can it take you? I asked who's it's having a better works. season, Jameis or Mariota. We what almost did, did it today. We had a stuffed show, though. We can't do it on Monday. James is having a tough show. Year. I know. You know what I we agree. also need to get? Hey, you, you be you slacking on your, on your job, man, to... You want it's to do a, too much. He got too much going show. on in his head. Like he think he's better than Kobe, and he think he's this, <laughs> and he's an Atlanta. He's a Seahawks fan from Atlanta, via wherever, and all this, and then he just can't do his job. You ask him to do something. The so fundamental uh, notion that he works at a play. He doesn't like pro football. He likes soccer. That's it's not a, true. 
Nobody cares about it. He likes. That's, is it a I'm a man soccer one? Is it a NBA two, sport, NFL three? I'm a man of all oh. sports. I'm an international guy. I would, I would say that's right. Atlanta's not international. Well, I'm Nigerian. No, oh, bro, yeah. there they go. Handsome, what else do I need? I was just saying, we, about three weeks ago, we talked about the top ten quarterbacks of all time. You were trying to make the case for Terry Bradshaw. You told me to give you the list. I gave you the list. You never responded. Oh, all right. Well, then we'll do that. I'll do Let's that do with that you. Soon. Terry, okay. Terry Bradshaw, top ten quarterback? That's what he said. Of what? Of, of the time? Super Bowl era. Of all time. Of the Super Bowl era. Let's not all time. all time. I'm not involving Johnny Unitas and Sammy Even Ball. of the Super Bowl era. Super Bowl era. Top ten. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make your list. That's I'll what be interested thinks. to hear. Then, You're more then, than welcome to come. I forgot Terry Bradshaw played football. Right. We well, also said Mercury Morris plays with Dan Marino. So. <laughs> I, well, I just threw out a running back that I didn't play for the Dolphins. His best running back was, in fact, <laughs> Tony Bradshaw. Nathan. Tony yeah, Nathan. Maybe. By the way, John Elway played with Vance Johnson and Ed McCaffrey and uh, Ross 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 Ricky Nateel. At, Shannon they, Sharp. At, all right, Shannon, Shannon Sharp was Sharp good. Tall Shannon Sharp Terrell, was better than anybody Terrell Marino Terrell ever Davis. Had. Terrell Davis at the end of his career, but for the majority what of his Terrell career. What's Terrell Davis at all? Oh, talking about Terrell's yeah. career. Mm-hmm. Sammy Winder was his best Winder. career. That, I mean, that was a solid career. Can you guys not hear the whistle? Yeah, we no, that's, that's the end of the game. We got we got to wrap the show right now. Hey, hey, I played through the whistle. I was talking to the whistle. always taught to play to the echo of the whistle. Exactly. You know who else does? Mario Chalmers. Uh-oh. <laughs> he just got traded too. He's mad now. He's now he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder when he plays. He's gonna be extra mad to really show you I up. Still believe I could put up a bucket. Black Tie's gonna have yeah. negative buckets. He's telling him to wrap it up, and he's still talking. All right, game time, Gold McDonald's. Go get it. You can uh, you can win tickets to Super Bowl Fifty, mm. half a million dollars in cash, instant food prizes, all the rest. That's still some of the best food I've ever had at that one given time. One and that's sincere. Sausage and muffins. You look like you're enjoying it. The great Maurice Jones-Drew, Bucky Brooks, you're both in contention for that Shecky Award. Favorite football playing guest, Handsome Hank, you've now been ruled out. You're not a guest anymore. Also not Although, football playing. You know what, though? Well, no, you're our favorite. Well, I you, see. You've won as our favorite non-football playing yeah. guest. I don't think Although there are MKD any other. Although and Bucky are such regulars. Are they even guests? Yeah, that's what They're I'm saying. Not, I feel like we're all on the show together. Yeah. Hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you all at Pie Off. Me too. Um, next week, and we'll have a show for you later this week to break down week 11 for you, give you all our picks for that. In the meantime, thanks to all these fellows and everybody behind the glass. We'll be back in a little while. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. <laughs> Find out more on the next DDFP. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.